Hello, Internet peeps. We are back. Episode 133 of Big Trouble Little Podcast. I am Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. I'm Zach. And we are here. And um, it's 2021. Hope everybody had a good holiday, a good New Year's Eve. Uh, but we are back here with the Twilight Zone month. So, Andy, what episode did you pick for, uh, for the, the episode back? One, uh, to I picked uh, I Shot an Arrow into the Air Season 1 Episode something I should have written it down huh? And I chose um, Oh what's the name of the second episode um, I, I got you uh, So Andy chose I Shot an Arrow into the Air Season 1 Episode 15 And then Equality of Mercy Season 3 Episode 15 I knew it was something Mercy Equality of Mercy Yep. So we'll get into that Um you know, we had two weeks off, so I'm I'm wondering if any of these guys played either games or watched a lot of movies. Uh, so, Andy, what about you? Um, well, we had lots of time off, like you said, so I had time to play all kinds of stuff. I played Super Mario Party some. It, the game's still fun. There's not much to say about it. I finished Mandalorian. I like. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I got on the Criterion Channel with the intention of watching. They have a new um afrofuturism collection and i wanted to watch that but i don't think it was up yet i couldn't find it so i got lost and then i ended up watching uh she done him wrong which is an old pre-code era so it's kind of raunchy um like noir uh i'm sure you've heard the line come up and see me sometime that that stuff this is a movie that's from okay but uh it was really good i watched the tune which is a bill plimpton movie i think it was the first feature-length animated movie, all um, illustrated by one guy. He did it all by himself. Uh, it's hilarious, and it's musical, and it's a lot of fun. I watched Soul, the new Pixar movie they put on Disney+. Plus. I really liked it. I think everyone liked it. It's been getting pretty good reviews, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. Um I uh, watched a documentary about uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, the guy who invented Bitcoin. I mentioned in our last episode I was getting deep diving into Bitcoin's uh, past. The guy who invented Bitcoin, it was a pseudonym, and uh, 10 years ago he disappeared. No one knows what happened to him. No one knows if he's dead or if he's someone else or if he's even a he. It's really interesting. Uh, and then I watched The Abyss. I watched uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Those movies both you know speak for themselves. They're all these... And I've played a ton of cyberpunk. I, that's really what I wanted to talk about is um, last time I said, you know, I don't really recommend getting the game because it's like a broken piece of trash. And that's still true, but it's more frustrating now than ever because I'm having so much fun with that game. Mm-hmm. I just wish it would stop fucking crashing all the time. <laughs> but it's generally it's so fun and the story is so interesting and like like the trailers kind of made it seem like Johnny Keanu Reeves' character was only going to be in it some. He turns up all the time. Like you're just dicking around in a, in a mission and he's just, he's just like appears there and he's like commenting on what's going on or making fun of you or making fun of the people you're talking to or offering his opinion. It's, it's, it's so cool and so interesting. And the game is so much fun and I love quick hacks. I love hacking people and making their brains explode and making their blood boil. But God damn it. That game crashes every time I play it. <laughs> are you running off? It's, huh? Are you running off of the PS4 Pro or? Not just vanilla PlayStation 4. Okay. And it's frustrating. Well, I guess maybe it's a blessing because every time it crashes, it's never like in the middle. You expect it to crash like in the middle of a big gunfight. There's like a bunch of explosions and, and bullets and I'm hacking stuff and there's particle effects and, and sparks and stuff. No, never crashes when that's going on. It always crashes when I'm just like, driving down the street and i just like get off my motorcycle and the game's like oh, no 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 and then it just crashes for no reason mm-hmm. i it, it doesn't make any sense it chooses random times to crash and it still kind of just looks like you know hot steaming shit it's some of the some of the textures are really bad and the game's got a lot of problems i, I walked into a ripper docks playing earlier and this woman was only like half loaded like her arms were missing and then she looked at me and just like walked through the wall. I was like, oh, I guess she was a ghost. I don't fucking know what that's going down there. 
it's 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 like if the game was just mediocre or bad, I could stop playing it. But as it turns out, it's an incredibly well designed game and well written game. Oh, and I love the soundtrack too. It's just it doesn't want me to play it. It keeps crashing. Yeah. Honestly, I was I was to the point. This is this is how ridiculous it is. I really think if I walked into a store and saw a PlayStation Five, I might just buy it just just for Cyberpunk. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far uh, because there is still crashes that happen on PS5. Probably not as much as your PS4. Yeah, but it looks better at least. Yeah, it looks better and you'll have less crash time. Uh, I guess since we're on the topic of Cyberpunk, and I know this is cutting into your playing and watching uh, segment. Um, so the game is fun. By like Everybody that I talk to who is a gamer... And doesn't care about all the fucking SJW shit and all the crunch time bulk politics that they're throwing out there. Like, they're all having fun. Like, they all, we all mutually agree that they should have delayed this game until probably springtime or maybe late winter uh, because it did need to be optimized even more. Now, I understand that might have not done well as far as marketing, and it might have not looked bad. It probably would have got the Duke Nukem Forever treatment, except Duke Nukem was a bad game. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it, it's so... It, I, 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 I just wish that Cyber, uh, CD Project Red, whatever, how do you say their name? CDRP. That's right. Um, they should get the blame but what what journalists are doing to that company is fucking terrible dude like they're literally they went after the because they didn't didn't have a warning sign because of the seizures and shit like they hounded them for that they hounded them for fucking um you know the crunch time for the million time uh and, you know, early in the beginning about, you know, the attack, I identify as an attack helicopter that uh, pissed a lot of people off like two years ago. Yeah, I remember talking about that here on the show. So, like, it, 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 it seems like journalists and people who believe in journalism still uh, are the ones that are just attacking this game. But people like me, you, and whoever played the game are just loving it. Like, they, well, they hate the, the crap. I love it with an asterisk, you know. But I still, you know, if 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 you if you're thinking about picking up the game, I still kind of say, you know, wait for a few patches. It's not like there's a multiplayer component you're going to miss out on. The only thing I guess would be spoilers. And from what I understand, the game's got some major ones that I've managed to avoid myself for now. Yeah. So I guess there's that. But I mean, the game has serious problems. And yeah, just about anything that'll come out, you're going to have a bunch of like Twitter check marks come after it and talk about. No, I, I am of the opinion that crunch is a serious issue and that game companies need to stop getting away with it unless they're going to provide uh, superior health care insurance to the people that they're causing to do all this stuff. But, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. I can have an opinion on that, but it doesn't affect me, really. Mm -hmm. So and that's all I can do is just say what I think they should do. And of course, I think they should get better treatment. Yeah. Other than that, anything else you've been playing or watching? No, I, I've played Cyberpunk a lot, a lot. And uh, like I said, I watched, watched some stuff. I watched a, Oh, no, I watched the first five episodes of uh, Cobra Kai. I forgot about that. I'll watch it too. Nice. Cool. Zach, what about you? What have you been watching, playing, or doing? Um, let's see. <laughs> I got a whole list. Um, then I watched uh, Mandalorian Season 2 while uh, we were away. <clears throat> it was great. Uh, that was pretty cool. That uh, you haven't seen it yet, have you, Dubs? No, I'm. I actually don't have Disney Plus. I'm waiting. Oh, okay, never mind. I'll refrain from saying anything about it. I know. <laughs> I already know the ending of season two already. I know who. Well, it's it's not about that specifically. Uh, That's just part of it. But um, yeah, I can't really say much else about it then. Um, it will give people a little more time to get caught up on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. True. Watched uh, National Lampoon's European and Las Vegas Vacation. Nice. <laughs> it was just on TV one day when I was, you know, with everybody for Christmas. Those are those are those are definitely movies that every time they're on television, I watch them as well. Yeah. Watched uh, Caddyshack. It was also on. For Christmas. Um, 
Yeah, it was just on. I mean, it wasn't on Christmas Day. It was like the uh, day after. Okay. <laughs> um, they were running like an old comedies marathon or some shit on AMC. Hmm. Just you know, hey, remember when comedy movies used to be actually good? Yeah, pretty much. Um, then I watched a fuck ton of Gundam stuff. Oh, sweet! I watched uh, Zeta Gundam again for the first time in like ten years. Um, it did you watch was. The, did you watch the dub? Right. Yeah. Okay. I watched stuff dubbed. I don't. I'm not a snob. No, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Except Double Zeta, which you have no choice on. Yeah, it's, and that's fine. If I don't have a choice, I'll watch it. Uh, but it wasn't as good as I remembered thinking it was, but I still really like it. Um, my my interpretation of Zeta was always like, the high points are just excellent and super memorable, but like 60% of the show is like forgettable, which is a shame. Sort of. It's really that first season. Like that yeah. first season's kind of rough. It feels like a bunch of stuff is happening really fast. A bunch of characters come in and out, and it's like... Yeah. I don't really care about these people. <laughs> this is not this is not Gundam review though. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's maybe later. <laughs> uh, I watched uh, Gundam Narrative. That's like the movie kind of a successor to. Did you Unicorn. like it? Did you enjoy it? I did. I I enjoyed it. Like, did you see it? I saw it in theaters. What do you think? I uh, I liked it, but I didn't love it as much as I love a Unicorn. It felt like they had an idea but they didn't have enough of an idea for like an ova or anything yeah it like, feels like the, a side story after unicorn yeah that's the thing is that it lacked like the gravity that unicorn had and i and you know my favorite is eighth ms team which doesn't have any huge big world shaking events either but i don't know something about narrative just felt flat after unicorn it does feel a little flat U- unicorn's actually my favorite now um and then I, I have started watching Gundam Seed <laughs> because I've never seen it. Um, and like, I found out recently that Hulu had a bunch of Gundam stuff on there. Mm-hmm. And I was mostly telling my my other friends who haven't watched re- you know a lot of Gundam stuff. I'm like, hey, it's on Hulu if you got it. It's also on Funimation app. I guess yeah. they merged with Crunchyroll now. Yeah. Um, but I've I'm like five or six episodes in. I have to watch it on uh other platforms because there's only the sub on hulu for some reason it's weird i yeah i don't know they have everything else done but they they don't have the subs or the the dub for that one i'm sure some weird rights thing probably uh that's pretty much it for watching things i I played more tomb raider more smackdown 2 Hmm. more uh mortal kombat 11 uh, and then I also popped in uh, Gundam Versus. I had I had some company over one time, and we were goofing off on that because I was showing them the game. It was like, yeah, it's, it's pretty fun, but there's not much to do. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remembered, like, oh, snap, they put Burning Gundam and Master Gundam on there, and I was like, I kind of want to get that. <laughs> no, I don't play this game anymore. Nice. And I'll, I'll call it there pretty much. Because the only other thing I did was read a book, and it's like I, all I can say is I read this book, and I could not even begin to get into what the book's about or anything. <laughs> okay, all right. So I watched a ton of movies. Usually, when I'm at my parents' house, me and my dad love love to watch either bad movies because he likes to pick bad movies, <laughs> uh, and I usually pick the okay to you know good movies. Uh, so. I picked Greenland uh, with, uh, oh shit, what's his name? I gotta bring up the fuck it. Uh, Gerald Butler. It's pretty much when the comet was coming towards Earth and it's like gonna fucking, you know, kill Earth pretty much. And there, people are getting selected to go to a bunker and it's just like, it's your typical natural disaster movie. It was good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad picked Songbird. It's a Michael Bay movie about COVID. <laughs> what? Hell? Was that quick? Yeah. So I want to give you guys the synopsis of this movie, and it's only one sentence. Uh, it says, in the terrifying thriller Songbird, the COVID-23 virus has mutated. <laughs> and the world is... 23. Yeah. COVID-23, that's awesome. <laughs> and the cool. world is in the fourth year of lockdown. God damn it, no. Yeah. 
So that's the scariest movie I've ever heard of right there. <laughs> it's your typical Michael Bay movie. Dumb jokes. Um, I hate how did much things, did things explode. There was only two explosions, I think. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was a love story about like this one guy who was like, oh, I have to I have to say this. So there's a there's immune people. They call them munis. Um, and they hate him because uh, they're, immune. <laughs> they're they're immune, but they could still spread the virus. So uh, they get get these special bracelets to get out of lockdown. While the people that are not immune have to stay in their apartment, they can't go out of it. And the way they get stuff is how we, you know we're technically getting stuff now, delivery. Oh, uh, this says Michael Bay produced it. He did not direct it. Oh, dude, it felt like a Michael Bay fucking movie, like how it shot. I bet you he had a he's, lot. He's a very, he's a very on hands producer, though. That's for sure. Yeah. So like. It, it's doable, but this movie is fucking $20 on Amazon Prime, and my dad bought it. Oh, well, at least you didn't pay for it then. Yeah, and my dad literally said halfway through the movie, this is not worth $20. So, um, <laughs> so in return, uh, because we were watching other movies, uh, by the way, for Christmas, we watched Die Hard and A Christmas Story, uh, and, and It's yeah. a Wonderful Life. Those are the, like the top three that we watched. Um, but, uh, and then we watched this movie called Parallel, um, uh, where there's a mirror in the attic of this house and it's like a parallel universe and they're all trying to like make money off of the shit, uh, because they're in a parallel universe. And apparently if you go through the mirror, it's only like five seconds between both worlds. So like you had to do some project for work, like you can go in that mirror and be there for like a week and then come out and only be like an hour and then like you get work done and all that stuff. So hyperbolic time chamber. Yeah. Um <laughs> good movie. Uh we spent like two dollars on that. It, it was better than Songbird. <laughs> uh and then I'll just I'll throw one more out there. Um this movie's on Amazon Prime and it is free. We didn't have to pay for it. Uh it was called Prodigy. Uh and it's about this a child who has like the supernatural type of powers like she could do telekinesis uh she could choke you like vader and all that stuff um a psychiatrist is like interrogating it. and it's like based in one setting and the dialogue was so good me and my dad enjoyed it called prodigy i would check it out uh what i played i played a bunch of call of duty warzone on my series x I played, uh, when I came home, I played Call of Duty, uh, uh, Cold War with my friends. We all, I also played some Breath of the Wild because I just felt like playing Breath of the Wild out of nowhere. Huh. So I was playing some of that. Do you restart or you just load up your old save and explore? Load up my old save and just explore. It's the way to do it. That game, for some reason, I've done that a couple times since I beat it. And every time it's like, yeah, maybe I'll get bored and after a half an hour and turn off. No, I spent like three hours like horsing around, finding new stuff to do still somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't bring my PS5, so I wasn't able to play Cyberpunk, but I played some Cyberpunk when I came home as well. Um, are, are you liking it like I am? or I love it. I, I'm still in the prologue area, just fucking around. And... Which, uh, which, which class, or... Uh, Corpo. What's the... Corpo, okay. Yeah. I'm actually disappointed... Because, like, I thought with Corpo, I'd be, like, a little more in a corporation a little bit. Kind of, like, being this double agent, seeing what the corporation is like. But, like, you just automatically get thrown into, like, being a criminal or whatever. Oh, yeah, you, you gotta get the story going. Yeah. Um, That's about it. I'm trying to think if I've if I seen any other movies... Oh, um, my dad wanted to see Tenet, and I bought that movie. So it's like my seventh time watching it, <laughs> and I still don't fully understand it. So I, get... I still really want to see it. it. It's a good movie. It's just one of those movies with time travel. You're just like, oh, man, I got to watch it a thousand times. Just understand each scene pretty much. Uh, and I know a lot of people don't like doing that, but I love doing that. So that's my cup of tea. Um. But let's get into some Twilight Zone, Andy. Which one do you want to attack first? Uh, we'll do a shot in the air, an arrow into the air first. It's season one. It's pretty early on. Mm -hmm. It's the first one I watched as well. 
Um, uh, it's a good old fashioned space story. There's uh, we're at like a Cape Canaveral kind of place, and they're launching a rocket, and the rocket gets launched up out of Earth, and then they immediately lose track of it. And that's like the prologue. And then you know, Rod certainly comes in. He's like, consider if you will something, something. Oh, it's a uh, uh, something for the modern age. No, the other guy says it's a nursery rhyme for the modern age. And then they've crash landed somewhere. They they think it's an asteroid. And it's just a big desert scape. There's no water. Half the crew's dead. And they're in a survival situation. Um, one guy's being a complete dick for pretty much no reason. And uh, one of them's the officer in charge. And the other guy is just the other guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the setup. I don't, I don't know how far ahead. I mean, unlike our, our normal, um, what we're normally doing, these are very quick. I can describe the whole thing pretty quickly, but I figure maybe leave it open for a little conversation before we get get right up to the twist. Yeah, and, and it, this is like my probably my multiple time seeing this episode, uh, but it's definitely up there as one of my favorites because it it still has a good twist because you're just like there are they explain it like they're on an asteroid, but they never explain that there's like an atmosphere and shit. They just like, go, oh, I could breathe here. Yeah, that's that's something really interesting when I'm watching this episode that I'm always thinking about is when this episode aired, we hadn't been to the moon. Like there was some space travel, but no one really understood what space would look like, what being on an asteroid would look like. So they just like shot it in the desert, probably like outside of L.A. or something. Mm-hmm. And that sufficed as, oh, an alien landscape, oh, a barren hellscape of, of space. And, you know, you, the viewer, it's the late 50s, early 60s, whenever this episode aired, you're just like, yeah, space, I get it. Yeah. Um, But what I was saying is, like, I, even today, like, the twist still gets me. You're just, like, (laughs) to the point where, like, they're all killing each other and, you know, last man standing. Uh, Just the one guy. Just the one guy's the asshole. Yeah. I mean, they they yell at each other, but, like, there's there's a top tier asshole in there, and he's the one that stays alive and has Corey. Some... Yeah. That's his name. This episode is also weird because it has the mid episode narration from Serling. Mm-hmm. He's like, keep moving, Mr. Corey. The sun is and he says some poetic stuff about the sun nipping at his heels or something. You know, something I couldn't possibly write. Yeah. Zach, what about you? What do you think of this episode? <clears throat> oh, I've always liked this one. It's a classic episode of a classic TV show. This is like one of the first ones that ever comes to mind for me. Like when you when I think about it, mm-hmm. I've almost chose it every year we've done this. I'm glad <laughs> I finally did. But uh, I'm trying to think. It might have been this one, but there's also another one where the, there's like a bunch of guys in a cave and they come out, um, and they find out like something's wrong with the world or it's fucked up or it's different somehow. Oh, you talking um, you talking about the one where they're all thieves and they like they freeze their body. And thinking that they're gonna get away with gold, and then they come out, and gold is like worthless or something. No, I know that one too. Yeah, <laughs> but but it, it's like a different one. It's like military guys that that go through a cave, and then everything's different or something. Um, but like those two episodes that were like I think among the first ones I've seen, besides the the old hitchhiker episode. That's a good yeah. one too. I think the hitchhiker episode came right after this one, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. So I think it started auto-playing after I watched this one. <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah, there's not much to, for me to say about it other than that. Like, yeah, it, it's kind of funny to think about all the space stuff we know now. And it's like, oh, we're on some asteroid with an atmosphere. And I'm like, asteroids don't really have an atmosphere. <laughs> this one does. This one does, apparently. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they could, they said, could, I guess. They could have said they landed on Venus. Maybe. I mean, they don't know. That's the point. Like, if they knew where they were, it would remove an element of mystery to the story. That's true. It's like, this must be Venus or something. It's so damn hot. And that's also <laughs> like, you know, we'll step ahead in the plot a little bit. But also, they're like, we could be anywhere. It's like, what kind of fucking rocket are you guys in? Like, <laughs> the, the, did it make a, a, a wormhole? They're just like, they, they get off Earth and then bam, immediately, they're just like crash landed on, on some mysterious place. I wonder where we are. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. But, Again, like, I don't, because half of the crew is like dead. So maybe like the only ones that are alive are just like the military type astronauts. 
Because, like, every time, like, Twilight Zone does a, like, astronaut uh, episode, like, most of the time, they just don't know that much science. They just assume everything. And I mean, astronauts are supposed to be from the military. At least they are up until recent times, I suppose. Yeah, but usually they're smart and know what they're doing. Like, these guys are just like, our rocket just, we're somewhere. Uh, we could be anywhere, like you just said. <laughs> And it's like, would you just like shoot like the speed of light to fucking Pluto? Like, well, come on. The one guy, the one guy, uh, the first guy to get killed by Corey, the, he says, oh, I could navigate by the stars, but it's overcast. I remember being like, mm, overcast on an asteroid? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, he's a little intelligent. He can navigate using the stars. That takes, takes some brain power. Plus, mm-hmm. hey, you got to think, this is the first time we ever shot people into space, maybe. Yeah. So true. They might, they might want military guys on there. Yeah. If they brought a submachine gun with them. Why? What was that for? I don't know. Was that a grease gun? I, it was like a, uh, um, it's like a Sten gun or something. Wasn't it? I, I yeah. I was, I thought it was, it might've been a grease gun or something. Yeah, every astronaut, uh, episode had somebody with a gun, either it was a pistol or a fucking rifle. And I'm just like, all right. I mean, I guess this is what astronauts were like back then. Very military. I like it when they have phasers. Yeah. <laughs> they don't they don't need a nineteen eleven, they need phasers. It's just there's something about it like, yeah, we need a weapon. We're going to space, duh. Like you kind of don't question it on one level. I remember uh this is a huge tangent. For some reason in a class in high school, I can't remember why we were doing this. But it was like some thought experiment where you grouped into teams and there was like a list of supplies. And it was, what were you going to take? I think it was to space. It was either space or like a desert, uninhabited island or something. And it was like a gun, food, a rope, fire starter, blah, 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 blah. And like everyone was like gun first. <laughs> and then the teacher's <laughs> like, it's an uninhabited island or it's space or whatever it was. And we were like, no, 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 gun. And then some <laughs> other stuff. <laughs> Why? What is that for? But Protection. I, I think we rationalized. I can't. I'm thinking it was space. Because if you're going to an island, you could say it's for hunting. But I don't remember that coming up. This is high school, so it's a billion years ago. All right, so maybe I didn't hear part of the question, but were you going to this planet alone? I think so, I think. Okay, this is really, really fucking dark. Uh, but I'm thinking maybe people bought guns just for the possibility of just can't take it anymore being alone. So they just blow their brains out. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe for some of those people. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, uh, it, yeah, the twist was good. And by the way, sh- should we like do the twist or just let people watch it? And- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Corey uh, comes back from their their like scouting thing by himself. He's like, "Oh, I found the other guy. He he fell fallen and hit his head, so it took his water." <laughs> and the officer's like, "No, you did what? You're a fucking liar!" <laughs> so it, like marches him at gunpoint out there, and it turns out, um he saw something and he draws it in the sand and it's just like two parallel lines over a longer perpendicular line. And they're like, Oh, he was drawing this. What was it? It's something up there over the mountains. And uh, then some other shit happens. And then Corey shoots the officer and uh, wants to steal his water, but he shot him through the canteen. Great job. <laughs> idiot. So he, uh, by the way, how small were those canteens? Like they couldn't have been holding that much water. Right. <clears throat> Yeah, I was thinking the same thing too. They're kind of I'm like, are those? Doesn't really look like military canteens I've ever seen. They're usually they're like, astronaut. yeah, they're astronaut canteens. Space Force, they're Space Force canteens. Space Force, there it is. Yeah, and they always. I mean, I guess because they've been in the sun too long, but always in these damn episodes, they like take big ass chugs of water, and it's like coming down the side of their face. Yeah, like but I understand. It like shows. Oh, look how parched I am. Oh, this is a visual thing. But all I ever think when they do that in shows and movies is, no, you're wasting it. You need that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But then when he finally goes up the mountain, he sees the the uh, the power lines and telephone poles. Yeah, telephone poles. And then he just starts hysterically laughing and probably crying inside at the same time. Yeah, because he killed two people in Nevada. So let's play. I see signs that it's like somewhere in Nevada. Let's play hypothetical now. 
do you think he runs away and never tells anything? Or do you think he's such an asshole? Uh, what, what, no, that would have been the asshole move. Or uh, he would go to you know his superior officers and be like, I did a mistake. There's no way he can cover it up. Like, that's not going to happen. So, honestly, I think th whoever wrote that story probably wanted an ending where he would then shoot himself, but that's too dark for network television in the early 60s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that's what I think. Yeah. Zach, what about you? What, what option do you think he would have took? I think he would have just turned himself in. How else do you live with yourself after that, I guess? I, it, and, and he is going to get unlimited water in prison, so... It's true. He'll never go thirsty unless he, he fucks up. like a temporary insanity thing. He's like, Luke, I got space madness. And they'll be like, you never went to space. And he'll be like, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was on an asteroid. <laughs> asteroid madness. Yeah. Uh, overall, you guys like this episode? Fuck yeah. 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 I love this episode. Andy, what about the next one? I actually digged your second choice, by the way, because I was like, I was like, oh, it's another war. Because a lot of the war episodes are hit and miss for me for some strange reason. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of military episodes in Twilight Zone. I think the time period is part of that because you know, like a whole generation had just fought the Second World War. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there, there's, there's some, there's some kind of duds. Like I don't think there's a whole lot of episodes of Twilight Zone that I would call a dud. But on the Twilight Zone episode curve, there are some that just aren't as good as others. But I've always really liked this one because it's got such a poignant message, and a lot of Twilight Zone episodes do. But I don't know. I, I, I like anti-war messages, sentiments. Mm -hmm. Uh, so the plot is pretty simple. Um, they're stuck like you know, fighting uh, the Japanese in one area. Like, the Japanese are in, like, this cave or something like that. Did it look yep. like a cave to you guys? It's a cave. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. They call it a cave. I don't pretty know. Pretty sure. I've seen this episode pretty much when I was at my parents' house. I watched it because I was just watching it. Oh, that's another thing. I was watching a bunch of Twilight Zone episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, you know, they're stuck there, and all of them just, like, I want to go home and, you know, let's not do this. And it's, I don't know if we're going to get it. The, the mortar shots are not reaching the cave. And then out of nowhere, it is like Lieutenant hotshot comes in and like, we're going to go fucking, uh, charge the, uh, the cave, which is totally a bad idea. I mean, <laughs> Japanese, Japanese are never going to surrender. No, they're not. And the, everyone, everyone's just tired, and they're sick of it. It's toward the end of the war. It's so toward the end of the war that they mention at some point that it's August 7th, 1945. It's the day the first bomb was dropped. And they're just like, uh, we're just going to relax. We're either going to bypass them or we're going to let artillery take care of it. And this fucking kid, this new lieutenant, this son of a bitch... He's got to. He's got to get some 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 dead Japs. He's got to. He's got to show something before the war ends. The war is about to end. I got to make something myself. Oh my god! I just noticed that the lieutenant is Dean Stockwell, the guy from fucking uh, Quantum Leap. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. What a leap! <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of actors that turned up randomly in episodes of Twilight Zone. The way I uh, Googled this one, I couldn't remember the name of it is because it's the episode that Leonard Nimoy appears in. He has like yeah. one line or something, but he's just like in the platoon. He's just like leaning against a rock. He's the guy that has the phone. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> I actually just saw a picture of Leonard Nimoy. That was funny. Um, so there's a transition that happens, right? Andy, like the they drop something and then he, he drops his he drops his binoculars and then he goes to pick him up and then all of a sudden he's a Japanese guy. Well, he's a white guy doing a lame Japanese accent in the in the context <laughs> in the of the context story. Of the story. You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> so, what do you guys think of that part? Do you think it was good? You know, I guess going through whatever that was that weird Twilight Zone. It, it, it's always, you know, funny when Ron Starley's like, we're going to take a trip into the Twilight Zone because literally that lieutenant did. He just became this officer for the Japanese army. Uh, and he's like, no, we can't do this. this is, 
we're all gonna die. And they just kept on saying, Are you sick? Are you sick? <laughs> yeah, that's that's all a very interesting scene, the way that he communicates with the Japanese officer and soldiers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Real quick, this episode has one of my favorite Serling lines, in fact, is he's talking about uh what time and day it is. He's like, uh, it's it's 8 p.m. August 7th, 1945, but it's high noon in the Twilight Zone. I really like that line. <laughs> um, but pretty much, I I enjoyed it. Uh, I think it was seeing both perspectives in a way um, where either if the Americans were there or the Japanese were there, it's just, it doesn't matter. So, like, they shouldn't be fighting anymore. Until yeah, the... it's, it's anti-war. You got to remember, these are human beings. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kind of, it, it, it reverts back to him being American again. And he's just like, nah, we're, we're not doing this. <laughs> this is, uh, I don't want to die. And then that's when the, I think the radio came in and just be like, it, it's over. We're dropping some type of bomb or something. I really like, um... Normally, the the easy way to write this episode would have been all that shit happens to him. He becomes he, he becomes a Japanese sergeant or lieutenant or whatever he was. Uh, they say it's May 1942 in the Philippines, which in in real life the Philippines were a United States possession. The Japanese took it in 1942, and that's where you get the famous MacArthur thing, I shall return. And they did, 1945. And that's what's happening at the beginning of the episode. It's 1945. We're retaking the Philippines at the end of the Second World War. So the easy way to write this would have been after he comes back, he's like, uh, I changed my mind. Those are real people in there. We can't do this. But they don't they don't let him say that or have that. Like you can tell he has a revelation, but it's kind of just between him and the viewer because the choice is wrested from his hands because suddenly they're not going to attack even if he wanted to. So it's almost like his his revelation is moot because the attack wasn't going to go through no matter what happened. Um, it makes you think because he doesn't, you're right. He doesn't say anything. It kind of just, he gets an order that we need to move out because it's all, you know, done and everything. And I think he says something along the line of thank God or something. I forgot, but he's just like, yeah, relieved. Yeah. Yeah. He says that. And then the sergeant guy's like, ah, maybe you'll get a chance to kill some other people and some other wars or whatever. He just goes like, I hope not. Yeah, and that's it. So I guess that's kind of your, you know, what you were asking for, Andy. I mean, he doesn't really directly say that I, you know, we should not kill those people in those cave, but he mm-hmm. kind of accepts it. Like I should have never been thinking that in the first place. I, uh, a lot of like Twilight Zone episodes where like we're gonna go into the Twilight Zone. Uh, I, I always usually think that it's all in your head, and what he lived what he was thinking about doing he put himself in that shoes uh, shoes of the japanese somehow and what you know transpired uh what we saw on screen made his decision to not do it even though he he got interrupted by that order i don't know that that's what I, that's my opinion i'm not saying that's what happened in the episode i just think he he thought about that and he's like fuck no i can't do this yeah, i mean he certainly he certainly learned his lesson. I just like that there isn't that big, no, forget it. We're not going to do it. And he like smacks a gun out of a guy's hand or something heavy handed like that. It's just like he learns it and we know he does. And he, he doesn't like, uh, I was a Japanese soldier. Oh, I, I'll never think that way again. I, I just like that. It's it's way more subtle. It's more satisfying, I think, this way. Yeah, it is satisfying, but I think it's unrealistic because a lot of people that, you know, go in the military think, you know, I'm 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 serving my country, I'm being a patriot. I mean after the war is when they come back and they're just like, What the fuck did I do? and all that stuff. Yeah, no for sure. And, I I that that's a whole nother you know, can of worms to open up. you guys have seen, I assume, those old um cartoons and stuff that they would make to dehumanize the Japanese to American soldiers. Mm-hmm. They're outrageous. Like to see them now, you're like, Oh my God. But you know, back then they were just force fed that all the time and they knew a lot less about it. So they're like, Oh, these, these people are human. We need to slaughter them. Well, that's <laughs> that, that's why I like the, that one Christmas movie about world war one where they're, they're just like, 
fuck the politics and fuck the war. Let's just fucking have fun in the, the trenches during Christmas. And they did. Um, and that was enjoyable to watch. Um, but I really liked this episode. Zach, what's your opinions on this episode? Uh, this one's a, another classic. Another one of the first ones I ever watched is back when sci-fi used to run marathons of Twilight Zone. And I would just watch it. And I was like, is that the guy from Star Trek? Because that was before I really knew much about Star Trek. <laughs> I was like, it has to be him. Mm-hmm. And then I, I thought it was cool. Yeah, he switched perspectives and he was a Japanese guy for a while. Then switched back and was like, whoa, shit, I'm bloodthirsty. I don't want to be like that Japanese commander. <laughs> <laughs> he pretty much said almost the same lines as him, but then went further. Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter if it's the first day of the war or the last day of war, that whole thing. Uh-huh. He also had a katana. That was cool. Officer, <laughs> very cool. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all I have to say about that one. All right. I mean, I don't have any like these Twilight Zone episodes that we usually do are really, really short. Um, it's straight to the point. I, I I forgot one episode where we talked for a long time about Twilight Zone. We did like what two years of this already? Three years? Three. Yeah, this is yeah turning three years now. I think that was last year we did that. It was one of the, I think it was one of Andy's that we did that on. Oh, I think it was the the how the one with the devil, uh, the howling something. Oh no, that was Zach's episode. But that was mine. Oh yeah. yeah, I was thinking about that one where that professor guy is like at the end of his life and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that one was too. I like that one a lot. Here's a hey, here's something to think about here. One of the people I really like to follow on YouTube has made it known that he doesn't like the twilight zone and it's like why and then in his own words he says because all the twilight zone stories are essentially shaggy dog stories do you know what that means no it's like some kind of old term for like a really long-winded story with some anecdotes and stuff and at the end of it, it there's a twist where none of it had anything to do with whatever anyway and it didn't really matter you could say that's applicable to some Twilight Zone episodes. I mean, yeah, a lot of the times the revelation like, exists only to one character, sort of. Like the shot, the arrow in the sky. They all thought they were crash landed somewhere in space, and but it actually turned out they didn't at all. <laughs> I think he's like, I think he's grasping at straws because I think he's trying to pull out the fucking M Night Shyamalan bullshit, uh, where it's just like, oh, they were. They were in modern times in the village or something. He was always dead. Like, Twilight Zone does that, but there's also a message behind that. Yeah. Um, and M. Night Shyamalan movie is just like, we have a shitty movie, but there's like a fucking good twist, and that's it. That's, but, yeah, it's just a twist for the sake of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh... I, on the contrary, I think that the whoever Zach's talking about has a point. But I don't understand how that criticism detracts from Twilight Zone being good. Like, you know, it can be a shaggy dog story, but there are shaggy dog stories that I'm enjoying. Yeah, that's pretty much how I looked at, thought about it after he said that. And I'm like, I guess he's right. But at the same time, also like what Dub said, usually there's some kind of message behind it anyway. (laughs) You do take away something from it, even if what seemed to happen didn't really happen or it didn't matter anyway. Yeah. I don't know. In the end, I, I just wrote in the comments, it's okay to be wrong about things sometimes. And I just left it at that. <laughs> it, it's see, That kind of annoys me because now I kind of want to know what this guy likes because what does he want in a Twilight Zone episode? Oh, he's gone on record to say he apparently has awful taste in movies compared, like according to his audience and everything. It's like, I don't know. It's just, um, I, he's got a whole other channel where he just talks about movies and stuff. Uh, and it's like, yeah, you know, honestly, when he the movies he talks about, they're usually ones I like, but sometimes he's got like a weird take on some of them or he doesn't like them as much. It's just like, whatever. Some people have different opinions about shit and you can't understand it. Yeah, I get that, but it's just like, and I'm not saying because the majority likes Twilight Zone. I then again, I don't even fucking know. Maybe a majority hate Twilight Zone and just. Where the, the it's co- such a famous show, I'd find that hard to believe. I well, no, I take that back. I think. Less and less people, each generation, probably love it, actually. Never mind. Yeah. Or have you even bothered to see it or know what the fuck it is? 
Exactly. I mean, I think a lot of people see black and white and they say, oh, no, there's no way I'm watching that. I can't watch this. This is not Technicolor. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can't, you got to link me his YouTube or whatever, whatever he does, so I could just listen to his uh, garbage picks, I guess. Oh, well, I mean, who is it? Someone else is going to ask if, if we don't ask you. Who is it? Um, it's that, it's that channel on YouTube, Comics Matter, with your boy Zach. Oh, yeah, you've mentioned it before. Oh. That, that's, that's Richard C. Meyer, the guy who had the fucking spat with Mark Wade, and they're in a lawsuit, and... <laughs> But it's he didn't make a whole video. Head, but do what? Some of that went over my head, but I, I some of those some of those proper downs made sense to me. Yeah, Dubs knows who I'm talking about, though. Yeah, it's the but, Comics Gate guy. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. You ask him, he says not really. But um, like he doesn't have a whole video about it. There's no video to link to you where he's like talking about how Twilight Zone sucks. It's just something he mentioned offhandedly one time in a video. Uh, and he went on about it for like five minutes or so. <laughs> I still just thought it was like, you know, what if he's on to something? I just brought it up. You know? I mean, yeah, it, it, it again, it's it, he's technically half right, but he's wrong. <laughs> it's like I told him, hey, man, I love you, but it's OK to be wrong. <laughs> uh, But yeah, I, I mean, I don't even have to ask this question. We all recommend this, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I recommend this whole show. Yeah, duh. Yeah. We will. We'll, uh, one of these years, we're gonna have to. We're gonna run out of the classics, and we're gonna say, "Excuse me, everyone, choose your least favorite episodes." And we're still gonna choose six episodes that we recommend. It's- we have to. We have to watch the new generations of Twilight Zone. I'm up for it. I hear the new one's good. Now, the one from the '80s, I don't know about. But- That's what I'm talking about. We have to watch the '80s ones next, and then no, I wanted to watch. There's a brand new one, but I don't have CBS. All access. That's what it's on, right? Yeah. Wherever it is. I don't have that. So I haven't seen it. Eventually it's gonna get bought up by Netflix or fucking Amazon Prime at some point because nobody's gonna want to spend by the way, did you watch the recent Red Letter Media about Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four? I did. Yeah. I did not. Uh I'm it's not a spoiler. Yeah. yeah. I have <laughs> I, I set you up with everything. Netflix, Hulu, CBS <laughs> All Access. Blah, blah, blah. And one of them he says is film struck. And I was like, no, that that wound is still fresh. Also, <laughs> he, he says uh he named like 30 streaming services. God damn it. And he also on purposely says things twice. Where he's like cr- he's like uh crackle. <laughs> and then he said it again like a uh, like a minute, you know, later. Dude. Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, something else Plus, <laughs> and the other one is Rich, who's the repairman, who also plays Mr. Plankett, so it's like a weird split-screen thing. He's just going, yep, uh-huh, you betcha, yep, yep. <laughs> I mean, watch at least that, but the whole thing's actually pretty good. I have to admit, I didn't watch Wonder Woman uh, 84, but I just like watching Half in the Bag, so I watched it. <laughs> yeah, uh, kind of off topic before we get into Zach's picks uh, for next week. I almost bought HBO Max because of Wonder Woman 1984. I'm so glad I paused that. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. I w- maybe I'll wait for the new Matrix, and th- actually I'll wait for the reviews for the new Matrix because I don't know. <laughs> so it's got it's got the Mandalorian playing Donald Donald Trump in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Anyway, Zach, what's going to be your picks for next week? Um, I don't have the doc in front of me. You got it? Yeah, I'll bring it up. All right, so Zach chose Death's Head Revisited. Great uh, episode. Season 3, Episode 9. And, mm-hmm. and then Spur of the Moment, Season 5, Episode 21. I don't remember yeah. that one, but the, the pun in the title makes me think it's a cowboy story? I don't know, because the description is, like, super vague. It's like some woman is being terrorized by a woman in black riding on a horse, and she doesn't know why. Oh, and so I'm you, like, you chose it not fully remembering which one it was? I don't think I've ever seen it. It doesn't oh. sound familiar to me. Well, even better, then. I just picked it because it sounded ominous. It does. <laughs> the other one, I, I read it. There's a little bit more of a description there. It's more interesting. A former SS officer goes back to a concentration camp he used to fucking work in, and some shit happens to him. That one's a great episode. I really. And I, I don't think I've ever seen that one either from the oh, description. Good. That's yeah. awesome. 
So I just picked ones that I thought would sound good since I couldn't pick season four episodes. Womp womp. Hmm. So remember, guys, to watch that and then come back here and we'll talk about it. And uh, I don't think there's any news to talk about. It's a holiday period. News is, is low. We already talked about cyberpunk. Um, yeah. yeah. The cyberpunk news slipped into the, the now playing section. Uh, here's here's an interesting aside. Zach, uh, any interest in cyberpunk? And if so, to what degree? I have um, little to no interest in cyberpunk. And part of that was because it took so long to come out. And it made me not trust it. And the other part is is because all I have that can play it is a base PS4 and a base Xbox One, and they run like shit on there, so I don't want to play it. Yeah. If, if, if somehow... So I recommend it one day, though, still. I, I think it's good. When you, we'll see. When you eventually get a PS5, I'm going to... If that's a year or two down the road, or three, um, I highly recommend Cyberpunk, because eventually the patches will come out, and you'll... I mean, that's the smart thing to do is one day you want to get a PlayStation 5, right? Presumably. When you do that, just pick up Cyberpunk for 20 bucks. Yeah, there will be a Game of the Year edition or something. Yeah, absolutely. Because there is DLC coming. Apparently, there's going to be a DLC that, that deals with Johnny specifically, I guess. Yeah, it, what I it better be free because, God, <laughs> like people are not going to be wanting to buy DLC uh, for that game. Then again... Maybe the gamers do. Who knows? I don't know. Um, I guess this would be a good question because Christmas just passed. What What did you guys get from uh, Santa? Uh, I'll start with Zach. What did you get from Santa? Uh, I got a stream deck uh, for like streaming, so I could I could press like buttons and it could do like I don't know Scott Steiner quotes and shit. Uh, ah! Uh, and I could do like switch from scene to scene on my OBS screen, but I don't Sweet. have I don't have to use like a mouse and keyboard. So if I'm doing, uh, you know, cyberpunk and I want to record something, I could just hit the record button, uh, and it will record it for me. Uh, I got Assassin's Creed Valhalla for the Xbox Series X. I got Marvel of Avengers for the Xbox Series X or uh, Xbox One, uh, with the upgrade, eventually when it comes out. Um, and then the new Watch Dogs Legions for Xbox. Uh, I got a year of PlayStation Plus. Uh, I got a year of Nintendo's thing because I didn't re-up it. And I was like, I'm just going to ask for a card. Yeah, 20 bucks. And what else did I get? You uh, got to play some of that Mario 35 before it goes away in two months. The what? Mario 35. Uh, if you have if you have Nintendo online, you can play it, but it goes away in March. So, oh yeah. Um, I think that's all I have. I, I'm trying to remember. Oh, I got like a battery set for my Xbox controller because uh, I'm tired of getting other batteries. Uh, Andy, what about you? Well, like game stuff. I didn't get a whole lot of stuff relevant to the show. I think I got a few Criterion's. Um. I got I got some chicken sauces. <laughs> Zach knows what I'm talking about. I got uh, some of that too. <laughs> yeah, I got some booze. I got a bunch of money. I used the money I got. Uh, I bought myself a uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, there I you go. Start. We I bought um, I bought myself uh, uh, Twin Peaks, the entire television thing. So now yes. I have the extended series. I'm going to watch it soon, but I think I'm going to go ahead and and get through uh cobra kai first nice uh, i don't think i got anything else relevant talking about on the show i, I you know i got i got a, i got a, i got blade i got this blade nice oh and i forgot to mention uh andy and zach uh put money together for a psn card and i bought cyberpunk with that i don't know if i mentioned that on the episode so no you didn't but we wanted to get you a game but you got the digital version like a tool <laughs> Yeah, that was funny when you guys messaged me. You like, oh, uh, what's your address? I'm going to send you Miles Morales uh, Spider-Man. I'm like, I got well, this. I'm glad we didn't get you that anyway. It's already, the price has already dropped to like less than 40 bucks. So. Yeah. Uh, Zach, what about you? What'd you get? Um, Got Twin Peaks Season 3. Nice. Uh, I watched it when it was coming out. I had a subscription to Showtime. Um, but I hadn't watched it since then. 
And I liked it enough anyway after I was done that I was like, I, I want to have that. And I just never got around to buying it after they put it out. You own the rest of it. You got to have all of it. I got it all at this point. Um, I even own some of the books. Uh, what else did I get? Oh, I got Zeta Gundam Season 2. Because okay. I got one, I got one a while back, and I didn't never got season two. I just didn't, never got around to getting that either. Hmm. Um, I got that Gundam narrative movie. That was another thing. Um, I got Ghost of Tsushima on PS4. I haven't played it yet. Themesies. Mm-hmm. And then I got Octopath Traveler and Damon X Machina on Switch. Oh, Ooh, nice. that was. I almost got you, Damon Cross Machina. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't played those either yet. Um, get to it. I also got. Ooh, I'm sorry. I got Z- Zeno Crisis on Genesis, a brand new Sega Genesis game. Yeah. There you yeah. go. It's a shmup. It's like a top-down shmup thing. Shmuppy. Uh, that's pretty much it. Everything else isn't really applicable to the show. I I take that back. I was gonna, I was thinking about Damon Cross Machina, and then I was going to get you Astral Chain. And would that have landed? I, I would have played that too. That's a, that's another one I had that's on my list. I like when I got you better. <laughs> Where did you get them? Um, a cable. Oh yeah. I yeah, know. I got I got one of those fancy ass <laughs> cables. One of them jillion dollar uh, fancy cables for it's for Genesis, but purported or per, presumably he can use it for his Neo Geo, his Master System, or his Saturn. Yep, because mm. they all have adapters for that thing. Uh-huh. You have all the adapters, right? I do. Good. Nice. <laughs> all right. Looks like we all had a good Christmas uh, and hopefully a good New Year. By the way, this New Year was weird. Did you guys watch the ball drop? I did. This is the first time I've watched it in like a decade. My it, girlfriend insisted on it. It was weird. It, Why? It, because nobody was there? Nobody, nobody was, was there? Nobody was there. It was weird like seeing like music stars like perform with no fans and Cindy Lauper was like crazy. Like she's ba- always been crazy. Crazy bad on her performance. Uh and I don't know. I don't know. It just <laughs> did you see uh the Snoop Dogg New Year's thing? Where the guy no. like asked him how high he was and shit and fuck. Like very <laughs> right yeah, and uh, they played, like, a game show, like, which place you got high at. And this guy was, like, naming. He's like, did you ever get high in the car? And then, like, Snoop, the and Snoop Dogg would have to say yes or no. Uh, and most of the questions, all you just hear Snoop Dogg go is, yes, yes, yes. And, like, it was weird. That's so, fucking bizarre. Yeah. Uh, 2020 is over. Hopefully 2021 turns better. But I'm I'm probably going to go with a mild no. Uh, <laughs> I'm sick to death. I'm so sick of people being like, oh, "It's over. Everything's over. 2020's over. Everything's gonna immediately be better. Everything's immediately great now." Yeah. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I I think this is where we'll end the episode, uh, unless we have other things to talk about before I start plugging all the shows and what we're doing. Uh, you know what? I hope 2021 is a great year for everyone. I hope it's that for you. Yeah, I, I hope it's, you know, positive. Um, hopefully not COVID positive, but you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is that? The vaccines are out. They're, they're coming, man. Yeah, get both. I got mine. Uh, I'm, not, I I, I'm not even open that can of worms. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, me and Zach are going to have getting some color this Thursday, right? Yeah, if you want. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, we're starting March. I don't even know the dates. <laughs> so it's, we're just going to be doing Monday Night Raw and WCW Saturday night. Uh, so keep an eye out on that. Um, I also want to say uh, you might be see some changes, which I will talk about next week. It's not big changes. It's just that we're going to be doing stuff to make it easier to search for our shows. Um, yeah, so keep an eye on that. I will announce it next week. Uh, but you can still find them everywhere. Yep. If you go to, you know, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Red Circle, type in Nerd Review Network, all our shows are there. Uh, one thing. Sure that podcasts are sold. Yeah. 
Acceler Accelerated Gamer, uh, when's that episode uh, that we recorded? Are you still working on it? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's pretty much done. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna release it. Okay, <laughs> I'll get it to you soon. It'll be this month. All right, and then hopefully we'll get back on the backlog games because the holidays are over. That means we're gonna be mostly home. And we all got new games. Yep, we got new games and back to game playing. So, I think this is where we end the episode, everybody. Happy 2021. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. See ya.